York and Chapel presents Brands That Matter, the weekly podcast that explores companies whose products, policies, or practices make the world a better place. Now here's your host, John Rarick. Joining us this week on Brands That Matter is Keith Harrison, founder and president of Total Home Technologies, creators of innovative home technology solutions. Keith, thanks for joining us today. Happy to be here. Hey, Keith, tell us a little bit about your company. Um, okay, sure. Um, let's see. Started this uh, in 1992, so we've got uh, a good two and a half plus decades in it. Um, things have changed a lot. Um, we are... We have three uh, major locations, um, Central Jersey, North Jersey, and Manhattan, uh, and uh, always looking to expand. But we're a company of about 15 people, um, and the reason we you know, keep hiring and uh, keep growing is uh, not only just to necessarily do more business, but really to do a lot of different things. Um, things that we did in smart houses 15 years ago, I, 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 I or things we're doing today, I just wouldn't imagine we would have done 15 years ago. Um, so it keeps kind of growing um, in different avenues, which is makes it fun to get up every day. Well, it's a pretty specific field. I don't imagine you just woke up one day and decided to get into it. What what was the path that led you there? Um, I would say probably, um, for me, conversions of technology happened in the early 90s, or probably middle 90s, um, where, you know, your TV and your audio system started to connect together. Um, and then the big thing was like direct TV came out. So yeah, somebody knew how to hook up the TV and somebody knew how to put the satellite dish up, but it also had to hook up to the phone line. And then shortly after that to the internet. So you kind of needed to do many different things to make that work properly. Um, and then it's just continued on from there where everything's like that now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've I've seen homes now that are uh, are being pre-wired as they're being built for smart home technology. Are you finding that's a trend in the Northeast as well? Um, absolutely. I mean, people have been smart. You know, the you know internet cabling of Cat five, Cat six has been out for a long time. Uh, you know, so you can walk into a house that was built 20 years ago and still find wiring that works perfectly well in a modern day uh, home automation system. Uh, maybe even longer. Great. Well, hey, you know that this this show is all about brands and companies that do their part to make the world a little better place. And we understand that you've you've been making some uh, home technology solutions for disabled people and was hoping you could tell us a little about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it wasn't something that we went out of our way or, or, or were intending to do, um, but we had some... You know, originally it was a friend of a friend that needed something, um, a solution, and then that kind of uh, just cascaded. Um, and really getting to know and talk to these people that uh, you know are, are living, are, you know, are, are living in a wheelchair every day. Um, really, you know, the manufacturers made some great stuff. A, a perfect example was a company that made cabinets that uh, kitchen cabinets that came down on the track so they would be. Uh, at the proper level for somebody in a wheelchair. Um, and, of course, they gave them a remote. But, you know, if they couldn't reach the remote or, um, you know, they couldn't keep 30 remotes on their wheelchair, it was uh, it was problematic. So it kind of started from something like that where we started to take the, the products that were out that were made for disabled people 
and you know add our twist to them to make them really uh, usable uh, by by these people that are afflicted. So are these solutions that are variations of things you might install in anyone's home, or are they really customized solutions that you might prepare for somebody with a with a unique set of circumstances? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, I'd kind of say, you know, we're using the same. Uh, you know, we're using the same techniques. I mean, you can compare it to a chef, right? Whether a chef's making, a, um, you know, a pizza or whether he's uh, making the world's most uh, exotic cuisine, um, knife skills and cooking skills are, are universal. So we're using the same basic techniques, um, and we're just modifying and, and customizing them for people. Um, and I think the solutions are a lot more one-off for disabled people because their disabilities are, are unique to them, whereas uh, a standard you know, nuclear, nuclear family home probably have a, a lot more in common with each other than, these, uh, than disabled people because their dis disabilities are so unique to them. I can imagine. You're right. And, and even if someone, even two people with the same disability have a very different set of circumstances. So I suppose anything that you design does have to have some element of, of custom to it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and those are the conversations we have and, uh, and speak to each individual and, um, and try it out just, you know, before we even actually build the system and we just say, Hey, you know, you know, are you comfortable using this button? Are you comfortable using this, this remote or you know does is a is a phone too small do you need a tablet you know so uh, are the buttons or does it need to be a voice recognition uh, or does that not work for you you know so i mean heck uh, the same person um with the same exact wants and needs um one could use voice control and one could not because you know one had four kids running around. So voice control never worked because everybody was, the kids were always talking. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, I, I'm really interested in hearing your opinion on what you think the future of smart home technology is. Now, I've looked at some of the work that you've done. Do you ever see it transcending from um, high-end home installs like what you typically do into, you know, the every man's home? And is it something you think could, will eventually you know, get down even into the rental community? Um, I mean, it, it already is in rental communities, uh, obviously more of high-end ones. But, I mean, to answer your question directly, um, every everyone is automating their homes. Everyone is. Some people just happen to be doing it on purpose. Um, and what I mean by that is if you go by a new garage door today, um, and you don't really probably even need to buy a special one. There's going to become an app for that. There's, it's going to come with an app. Uh, it has some connectivity. It's not smart because just because you have an app for it doesn't make it smart. That just means you have remote. But then it could be made smart. And your average thermostat now has some intelligence in it, whether it's connected um, and you can use it remotely and it knows you're home or knows you're not home, or it has some sort of basic schedule or predictive schedule, you know, nobody's buying the good old-fashioned Honeywell Mercury Ball, mer Mercury thermostat anymore. So these things are just showing up in your home. Um, our pitch, our thing is, is if you're going to 
if you, this stuff is all going to show up in your home, in the end, it actually can be less fun because you're dealing with a page of apps and different logins and not everybody knows how to use everything. And um, so, you know, the real question is, is not, are the homes going to get uh, automated? They are. Uh, the question is, is how well is it going to be executed? That's a great point. And and what do you think is the next, you know, Ferrari, the next cool high-end component for uh, smart home technology? What's what's that next today unobtainable tomorrow is in someone's home? What will that be? Um, I don't know if it's, you know, the, the big, the big, big, big things that happen uh, not only happen to smart homes, but they happen to all homes. So, right, um, flat panel TVs made a huge dent in the smart home business. However, they weren't directly smart home related, you know, and then 1080p and 4K and 4K HDR, you know, all these great video solutions that have come out, um, they're not directly a smart home thing and they creep in over time, right? You know, 4K TVs were, are more commonplace now, but you know, just three years ago, it was only the ultra high end ones. Um, so those kind of things happen and things that will happen like that again is, yeah, there'll be 8k video. Um, there are rumors that the, the next Olympics will be, uh, shot in 8k and things like the 5g cellular network. If you're familiar with that, that's, that's going to not happen overnight. It's going to creep in over time, but that's going to be a bit of a game changer because people will no longer need, um, broadband internet in their home. It'll truly be cord cutting if if you want to be right. Um, so things like that are going to creep in, and the smart homes just they just take more advantage of them than than a home that isn't laid out properly. That's fascinating stuff, Keith, and and we love to hear about your work with uh, home automation and smart home technology for the disabled. Where, where can people find out more about the work you do and more about Total Home Technologies, Keith? Uh, so we're on Facebook, obviously, as Total Home Technologies, uh, and our website is uh, www.totalhome.tech, um, and people can reach out to us there, and you know, we always love talking about this stuff, uh, so if you guys ever want to just pick up the phone and give us a call, and um, myself or you know, any of my partners, we're happy to, happy to hear. Well, we'll put a link in the show notes to your site and your social media channels. Keith Harrison, founder and president of Total Home Technologies, another brand doing their part to make the world a better place. Thanks for joining us today on Brands That Matter. Keith, appreciate you being here. You bet. Thank you. Join us next week for another episode of Brands That Matter. And please leave us a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about York and Chapel, visit yorkandchapel.com.